This is Paul Taylor. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. Now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, gets to his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's down to the 20. He's down to the 10. He's down to the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from Swings down the sideline, throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post. San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Click, click, boom. What's going on, faithfuls? It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and I am back to bring you guys a nice, Short and sweet episode, man, guys. It's been a long time, I feel like, since I've been on here. I was going to try to do something this weekend, guys. And the truth of the matter is, Miami was just too crazy to stop and pull out a camera. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was down in Miami for a bachelor party. But I'm back now, and I'm here to talk some 49 stuff with y'all, okay? So please bear with me as we run through our formalities, all right? If it's your first time here on the YouTube page, do us a favor. Hit that like button, all right? On this video right here that you're watching right now, Boom, pound that thumbs up, give us a like button. It'll help other people who like your taste find us as well, all right? Also, subscribe to the YouTube page and then turn on your notifications. That way, you, you know exactly when we are going live. We like to bring impromptu videos and you won't get those notifications all the time. So make sure that you turn them on so that way they push through right away, all right? If you guys are having problems with your notifications, I found out you unsubscribe with your notifications turned on, resubscribe, and then toggle the notification switch again. I know a lot of people have been saying, man, I don't always get them. I don't always get them. Boom. That's a little Twitter hack for you right there, okay? So toggle. You make sure your notifications are turned on. Then you toggle them. And then, I'm sorry, notifications on, unsubscribe, resubscribe, and then toggle the notification thing, all right? So that will help. That will help. All right, give us a follow on some of our social media platforms as well. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That is the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. All right, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. And that is some variation of nothing but Niners, spelled all the way out with no numbers in the title anywhere. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you want to leave us some feedback, some show suggestions, anything like that, head on over to NB9ERS at nothingbutniners.com and shoot us an electronic mail. Who knew that's what email stood for? All right, shoot us an email over to nb9ers at nothingbutniners.com. And last but certainly not least, head on over to patreon.com slash nb9ers for exclusive content that you won't find anywhere else. Not the audio or any of that stuff. Now, we do upload our 
YouTube videos as podcasts. All right. So if you guys are into the podcast thing, you don't want to watch a whole video, that is absolutely okay. You can find us on any platform that has podcasts. All right. Just search NB9 ERS, nothing with Niners, whatever it is that you got to do. Search us, find us, and we're right there. Okay. But the Patreon, um, Patreon content is completely exclusive to the people on Patreon. So make sure you guys are there. All right. Make sure you guys are there. Now, guys, it's time to get into the latest 49ers news and rumors. And we are here to discuss a couple of things. All right. The 49ers did something today. Oh, let's get rid of the Patreon thing. The 49ers did something today. And actually, I want to get rid of it. Oh, man, I don't like that. Let's put that back up there. The 49ers did something today. And they announced the signing of a tight end and the release or the waving of a tight end. All right. Now, the thing about this is, is Troy, I'm sorry, Troy, I'm looking at his name so I can try to say it the right way. Fumagalli. Fumagalli. Drafted by the Broncos in the fifth round four years ago. Went and played with the Patriots. They bring him in here. Doesn't have 120 career receptions. Doesn't have 100. I mean, I'm sorry. Doesn't have uh, 120 career yards. He has two touchdowns. Uh, but they waive Garrett Watson. All right. So they kind of do a, a tight end swap here. Did they not like something that they saw that quickly? What caused it? What caused it? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, by the way, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. All right, I see you guys in here. I see you guys in here. What's good, Mike? How's it going? What did y'all have for dinner? All right, y'all want to do a little question today? We will do a quick question today because I enjoy these things. But let me finish. Let me finish the uh, the tight end news first because that was that was news. That was roster move that happened today. Uh, they went out there. Um, they picked up this guy. I don't know what he's gonna bring to the table, guys. I'll be honest with you, man. Um, He's not a name of anyone I've ever signed in fantasy. I know that sounds like terrible, terrible, like, takes, right? Like, Mike, you got on here. We come to you for our news. You're supposed to give us a scoop. And then what you tell us is you never drafted this guy in fantasy? Like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. But it's the truth. All right, here's what I do know about him, all right? This guy's 27 years old. He has 118 total NFL receiving yards. All right. He's been on three teams in the NFL Four, if you count the 49ers. Now, it's a tricky one, right? He started with Denver and they let him go. They signed with Houston and they let him go. They went back to Denver. Okay. Then he went to New England and now he's here with the 49ers. All right. So this guy, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. 6'6, 248 pounds. Um, I got, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I don't know, guys. All right? So don't be mad at me, please. I tell you one thing that I do like about it, though. And this is like a telling sign of how I think the season may go. I think we are in for a treat when it comes to competition, uh, competitive football. Um. I think the team is about to – I think they're about to do like this uh, – how do I want to phrase this? It's, it's really going to be about the best guy. I don't think it's about draft capital. I don't think it's about we invested this much in you anymore. I think it's going to be this guy gives us 
a better roster, period. It's not going to be the top 53. People who say that the best 53 players will make the team, that's not, that's not the case. It's not the case. Because your best 53 isn't going to end up with a perfect 53-man roster. And what I mean by that is um, your best 53 are going to be way more wide receivers than offensive linemen or way more running backs than wide receivers. It's going to be way more DBs than it's going to be defensive linemen. But that's not – like, my point is the 53 still has some sort of form you have to stick to. It's not about the best 53. But what I do like is that they're making changes early. They're getting their eyes on guys after getting their hands on them. They're letting guys go and bringing guys in. And they're looking to upgrade the bottom of the roster. That's how championship teams are built. That really, really is how championship teams are built. So I like what they're doing. And it's a, it's a good way, a good step in the right direction. All right. Now, let's get to your guys' questions, man. Let's, let's do that because I like when you guys shoot questions in here. Shout out to everybody in the chat. All right, I'm going to go back up to the top here and just any questions that I see, I'm going to start clicking them here. DJ Malone says, what's good, Mike? How's it going? What'd y'all have for dinner? Ah, DJ Malone, man. I got to tell you the truth, man. I had spaghetti for dinner. I had spaghetti for dinner. Uh, You know, I was out in Miami for the last couple of days. I got home yesterday and I was trying to get my wife to make me spaghetti before I left, right? You do all this like, Oh, trying to stay fit, trying to be better, trying to eat better and all that stuff. But you have your like guilty pleasures. Spaghetti is my favorite food, especially the way my wife makes it for me. And I was trying for like a month to get her to make it. And she's like, babe, before you leave, I'm going to give you something to remember me by. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And she's like, no, it's spaghetti. And I was like, oh, even better. And then she was like, what? And I was like, no, I'm just playing, you know, but spaghetti is really, really good. So got all excited for it. And the night before, uh, my flight, the night, no, two nights before my flight, she's like, I'm going to the store to buy the spaghetti. I said, cool. She gets the ingredients. She comes home. She's like, all right, spaghetti's for dinner tomorrow. Cool. The next day she says, oh, I don't have, and I don't remember what it was. It was something simple. She didn't have it. So long story short, man, I didn't get my spaghetti before I left. So she felt guilty about it. And uh, she made it tonight. She made me some spaghetti. And I tore it up, man. No shame in my game. Uh, I didn't have any garlic bread tonight, but I did have some spaghetti. The garlic bread smelled great. But, you know, you got to try to be disciplined, all right? Um, But, yeah, so that's how it's going, man. I'm back, and I'm having a good time. Hey, Sin, how's it going? Raphael, what's going on, big dog? Things are well. Hope they are with you. Boston or Miami, who are we taking this series? I don't know, man. I think Miami's got a better a better team. Like, they're just deeper. I'm going to go with Miami, but can't go wrong either way, man. Can't go wrong. If Boston goes, I'll be happy for Wayne. I will say that. Mike, how was Miami? It was great. It was great. It was fantastic, man. One of the best weekends I've had in a really, really long time, man. We got out there, went to different lounges. We went to different clubs. Went to this place called Mangoes. The entertainment was incredible. Uh, I posted a short video on my Twitter page. If you guys follow me on my personal IG, if you found me over there somehow, uh, I posted some stuff in my stories over there. Uh, Strip clubs, lounges, um, restaurants. I mean, it was just a lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. The guys had a good time, and that's what was really important. So it's all about the bachelor. And all he wanted to do was dance his heart out, and he really did. 
He really, really did. He says, Mike, uh, did you have any Cuban sandwiches in Miami? I didn't, man. I don't even know what a Cuban sandwich is. I, I had a sandwich. Maybe a Cuban person made it. Does that count? Or is this a very specific item that you're asking me about? But you're probably asking me about a very specific item, and I didn't have it. You know, that's the one thing I will say that was kind of sad was not getting to go out and experience all the different foods and all. You know, you hear you hear about that all the time. Like Miami is like such a, a cool city or, you know, because of all the different cultures that are there, you get authentic food out there everywhere you go. Uh, but, you know, I don't know. It didn't, uh, I, we didn't really do that. I did have some new dishes um, when I was out there, but nothing uh, called a Cuban sandwich. All right. No meatballs. I don't do meatballs, but I do meat. I think, I think it's technically called a meat sauce. So we do the ground turkey uh, and then we do the sausage, but it's not, it's not, it's not balls. It's like crumpled into the sauce. And then we put that on top of the pasta. I fish with salad and baked. See, you're doing it the right way. You're doing it the right way. I know, I know what happened to the diet. All right. It's okay, man. It's okay. I, I, it's just a cheat. I promise. It's, it's just a cheat. All right. But I'm getting back to the grind, man. I, I got to get back to the grind. Got to get back to the gym. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Stephen Fox says, hey, Mike, do you plan on going to any Niners games this season? This is a great question. It's a great question. I'm going to tell you why. Yes, I do. There are actually one, two, three, four games I want to go to this year. I would like to go to, let me do this in order here. Let me do this in order. I would like to go to, I know people have asked me to go to the Denver game with them. I would like to go to the Panthers game in October. I want to go to the Raiders game in January. And if I had to pick a home game to go to this year, it would probably be mm, mm, mm. I don't know, like the Chiefs? Like the Chiefs game would be just so much fun to see in person. Like that would be a phenomenal game to go to in person, especially after we get the dub. And and I know we're winning that game. Once we get the dub, like people's gonna start talking about the, the 49ers, like you know, being a real <coughs> Super Bowl contender at that moment. So I would like to see that. I would like to see that. All right. All right, guys. I think I got to start getting to the show, though, man. I don't want to uh, I don't want to bore people. And I don't even have a lot to talk about tonight either. Um, this is going to be a very quick one. So I hope you guys have uh, have other plans for the night. I'm not going to bring you guys a long two hour show. Uh Oh, some stuff here. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm trying to get these images in here for you guys. And uh, tell me I have too many saved on our page already so i'm sorry about that let me clear some room here um but yeah let me see what other questions you guys have for me really quick before i get out of here uh, 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 uh. now by the way i do plan on going to games it doesn't mean that those plans are going to come through because on our patreon we watch the games together and that's going to be a major major part of um my decision making can i get someone to cover can I get someone to run the Patreon 
and maybe I check in from the stadium as opposed to being like I have to have a, a solid source and a solid stream for the people over at Patreon. So, you know, that's it. Come to Atlanta. Man, oh, man, that would be fun, too. Uh, my dad is out there. I can stop by and see him. The Las Vegas ticket prices are stupid high. Yeah, I can imagine, Cali. Cali boy, I can only imagine, man. I can only imagine. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. Going to L.A. week eight. You should come out, bro, for the Rams. Oh, is that the home game? Week eight, I think we're at home. That's like our part of our, our home stretch, right? Oh, no, that's the one that I said was... uh. Yeah, I think we're at the Rams, but I said that starts our home game stretch, right? That was when I got disrespectful during the uh, show. I was saying that that's a takeover game, right? Week eight, man, that would be fun. I want to go to that stadium too. The two stadiums I want to go to the most on this are SoFi and uh, the. Um, it's definitely SoFi and the. Uh, damn, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about. SoFi and the uh, the Raider Stadium, whatever the hell it's called. Those are definitely the two, my two top wishes for uh, stadium visits in the entire NFL, actually. The fact that we played both those teams this year, man, that should, that's a really good reason to go to both of those games. I just got to get some coverage, man. I got to get, I got to figure something else out. I got to figure out how to run our Patreon mobily. All right, mobily. So once I figure that out, man, maybe I can get this couple more games. It's not about anything else other than just getting coverage for you guys, right? All right. Uh, How's brother Nick, Mike? I saw Nick in the group chat. He seemed like he was doing all right. So that is some good news there. Um, he was in there. He was responding to a couple of texts today. So that was pretty good. Uh, any news on Mac yet? No, no, no news on Mac. That was not Alex Mac in that photo that was going around on Twitter today. Mac is a brunette, like dark hair. And that was not Alex Mac, guys. But the Niners, I'm not sure they're going to need Alex Mack. They got two really good rookie centers, undrafted. Doesn't mean that they're not good because they're undrafted. You can get some very good productivity from undrafted players. The Niners do it all the time. Raheem Mostert was one. Matt Breda was one. Kendrick Bourne was one. This team goes out there and they do it all the time. They get undrafted free agents and they turn them into something, all right? Um, they have two guys that we had third to fifth round grades on, on our draft board, which by the way, we haven't officially done our breakdown yet. I'm trying to wait till Tony and I can get on the same show at the same time. Uh, that's been the problem is Tony's schedule. So uh, we're going to, we're trying guys. We're trying, we're going to do a full um, draft profile and player breakdown uh, just to go over the draft and all that stuff with you guys. I know it's old now, but I'm sure you guys would like to know some more information about these players. Right. And uh, we're going to do a deep dive into each one of those guys and bring you guys a little series on that. All right. If we can't get it all done in one night, we'll do a little series with it. All right. Uh, but yeah, as far as uh, Mac, no, no news on Mac. But I would listen, guys, I am one of those guys that. I like young players getting in here. We have a young quarterback right now, one of the youngest in the entire NFL. I say get him in here with another young center that can play with him. He doesn't have to start. Doesn't have to be the starter, but get him somebody that they can grow together with and get that relationship, like Jeff Saturday and Peyton Manning, right? Like, that's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. Um, and it's very possible that one of these guys can do it. Very possible that one of these guys can do it. So why not, right? Why not? 
Why not? Just because these guys weren't drafted, that, that's not a good enough reason. Troy says, come to the opener so we can kick it. I don't usually do home openers. I've done one. It was a Steelers game in 2019. Maybe I should. We went to the Super Bowl that year. Damn. Maybe I should. Maybe it'll be a little bit of luck, huh? I don't know, man. I got, I got to see how things go. You know the problem with the September games that uh, I got wedding anniversary, my wife's birthday, and my son's birthday in September. September is a very expensive month for me. Uh, it's, and, and all of those are within three days of each other, 6th, 7th, and 10th. So four days, I guess. Four days, you know. Allegiant Stadium. You guys are great. You guys are incredible. All right. So, and yes, Hodge, you are absolutely correct, man. What an opener it was. The emotions in that game were insane. I mean, they were insane. We had turnover after turnover after turnover after turnover. Like, we're in the stands screaming at each other, fighting. Oh, we're, we're not. Someone said that. Um, I was like, we're, we're, I, I said, we're lucky to even be in this game. And then uh, I think it was Nick, Tony. One of those who were like, we're not lucky, we're not lucky. I'm like, bullshit. Five turnovers and we're only down by three? We're lucky. Or up by three, whatever it was, we were lucky that it was happening. Uh, we should have been getting blown out based off of the turnover the team had. And then we ended up winning that game, man. Oh, man. Like, what a game. What a game. And, yeah, LeBron ship. All right? I, that is a game I plan on going to. My uncle is a Raiders fan. Uh, he turns turns 50 this year. I would like to do something special for him. He wanted to go to the Raiders game for his birthday. Then he he saw who they were playing, and he was like, nah, I'd rather go with you to that one. So New Year's, New Year's Eve in Vegas, uh, the price is going to be dumb high. Dumb high. He better, he better really appreciate this. So, all right. So, yeah. And that's after I come back from Mexico. Oh, man, it's going to be so expensive. Oh, man, this time of year, it's going to be crazy. All right, so let me get to what I got for you guys today, man. So I was away, um, and I did not really have much to do on Twitter, on social media. I missed all the, the the rookie camp news and things like that, but I did hear some positive things about a couple of guys. I heard some positive things about Danny Gray. Uh, everyone is saying that Danny Gray is, like, the guy. Like, he's the man out there right now, and that's something that you want to see, right? You want to hear those reports. But what do those reports weigh, right? Well, right now, they are weighted differently because we're so desperate for news. We're so desperate for updates that it's, uh, it's, it's, it's how do you say this? Uh, new news is so scarce that anything that comes out right now, we're going to cling to. We're going to hold on to it tight, right? But the truth of the matter is, the real weight, the way it should be weighed, is that is he running routes that he's going to be running here or is he just out running and catching right now? Is he catching passes from his quarterback or is he just catching passes right now? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Is he going up against guys that, he, that are going to be of the same caliber players that are going to be on the field in the NFL or is he just going up against guys right now, right? So I, you got to kind of, you want to hear that he's the man. I will say that. You do want to hear that he is shining in his opportunity. That is, you don't want to hear that he's struggling right now. Not right now. Not right now. No, no. 
So you do want to hear that he's doing well. Uh, but I would temper expectations for now. For now. Let's see if we can get some of that connection with Lance. You know, that's that's the kind of stuff that I want to see. So then I'll start getting excited. I'm already excited that we drafted him. Let me be very clear here. But I'll be more excited when he is like doing it, doing it. Now, Niner Rich, this is this is risky here. Danny Gray does not have Marquise Goodwin speed. Like Marquise Goodwin is probably the only 49ers player in the last. Wait, damn, it's 2022 already? Marquise Goodwin is probably the only 49ers player in the last 12 years that is faster than Raheem Mostert. Now, now, with that being said, can Danny Gray produce for the 49ers the way that Marquise Goodwin produced for the 49ers? That answer is a yes. Now, Marquise Goodwin never had a 1,000-yard season while he was here. That's something that Danny Gray could do. I'm not saying he's going to be a 1,000-yard receiver year one, but it's something that he could definitely work his way up to. Um, he should be wide receiver two by next year. Mm, if not next year, his third year. He should be wide receiver two. Uh, because I don't believe that um, – I don't believe that both Ayuk and Debo will be here two years from now. All right. So <laughs> I see you, Callie, because I'm, def- I'm definitely not answering those kind of questions right here. Man. Um, and what was I saying? Yeah, I, oh, I don't see Debo and Ayuk here two seasons from now. So Danny Gray will be wide receiver two at that point. And then, boom, he can explode onto the scene and be better than what Marquise Goodwin was. So, yeah, I like that. You know what I'm saying? Two seasons in, in the system. That's going to be good. It's going to be good. And yes, Nigel, you're absolutely correct. Um, Breida was very fast, very fast, but I don't think Breida's faster than Danny Gray. I don't believe that. I don't think so. So we will see. We will see. All right. Exactly. LeBron says they won't pay them both. Um, so yeah. So I think that Danny Gray will be wide receiver two in a couple of seasons. That's when you're going to want to draft this guy in your fantasy leagues and stuff like that because they're going to be double teaming, whether it be Ayuk or, or Samuel, whichever one they decide to, whichever one they decide to keep. Uh, and then he's going to get some favorable situations, especially because they're going to be able to have the ability to slide him in the slot, <clears throat> really take advantage of, oh, man. I can't wait to see what Kyle does with this offense this year. I am I'm getting goosebumps right now. Can, I don't, can, you guys see, can you guys see the goosebumps on my forearm? No? All right. All right. Whatever. They were there. I promise you. All right. So let me get to the couple of things that I have for you guys. I want to start this off with a salute and a nod to my second favorite player on the 49ers team right now. My second favorite player on the 49ers team right now. Maybe third. Second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say second. Uh, right? And that's going to be to this guy right here. 
If you guys don't know who that is, if you can't tell who that is right there, that is Jimmy Ward. All right. And Jimmy Ward has just decided to not care about what people have to say anymore. Jimmy Ward has decided that he's going to spend the next couple of seasons just trash talking as much as he can and as long as he can. And when that will stop is when he can no longer back it up on the field. If you look at this here, JPA football on Instagram says at AB says he wants to retire a Steeler. Swipe. Now, before I read this, Antonio Brown did post a couple of pictures and things and said, you know, I want to retire. Uh, I want to sign with the Steelers so I can retire. And he said, let me be clear here, not to play again, just to retire a Steeler. So this JPA football account uh, makes this post here. And then <laughs> this is this is incredible, man. It's incredible. Jimmy Ward responds and adds him. He tags him in here. A.B., I'm going to tell my GM to sign you for camp. I'm going to strap you and you can retire a Niner. Hashtag legacy. All right. Let me explain to you all the layers of disrespect in this post here, okay? A.B., I'm going to tell my GM to sign you for camp. He ain't say, all right, now, this is for camp. This dude said he wants to sign a one-day deal so he can retire a steal. He said he didn't want to play, right? He's not interested in suiting up. He's not interested in running a route. He's not interested in catching a pass or any of that. He just wants to sign a paper and retire, the same way that we want Frank Gore to do, right? This is what we're waiting for. We're waiting for Frank Gore to sign a one-day and retire a Niner, right? This is what A.B. is saying that he wants to do. So let's just start with the disrespect in the very first line. I'm going to tell my GM to sign you for camp. Just stop right there. Just stop right there. You're going to make this man do something that he, he wasn't. <laughs> he said he didn't want to do this. He said, I want to retire. I just want to sign and retire. I don't want to play. I'm going to have him sign you for camp. Disrespect point one, number one. Number two, I'm going to strap you. Number, that's number two. For those of you who don't know what he means by I'm, gonna, I'm going to strap you, right? When, when a DB locks down a wide receiver, they say straps. Straps, got him strapped up. Like he, he can't do anything. That wide receiver can't run his routes properly. He's getting jammed in the line. He's getting rerouted. He, and if he does get by him, you're not catching nothing. That's straps. That's lockdown, shut down. That's the word that you guys prefer that. I'm going to shut you down. So one, you're going to play against your will. Two, I'm going to shut you down. And then here's the most disrespectful part of this whole thing. You can retire a Niner. The disrespectful part is hashtag legacy. What would Antonio Brown's legacy be if this happens? He comes in and plays against his will. He gets shut down by Jimmy Ward all camp. And then he retires as a 49er. What's his 49ers legacy? Dog food. That's what, that's what his legacy would be. And I love Jimmy Ward so much for saying this. So much for saying this, man. Jimmy Ward is my hero. He is the guy that we don't deserve. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm telling y'all we don't deserve him. I'm sorry, but it's true. All right. Now, let me see what I missed in the chat here because I was looking at this stuff, man. 
What about Michael James? He was fast. Michael James was not as fast as Brita. Was not as fast. And, and I and I, I know what you're talking about. I remember I remember him, but he wasn't as fast as Brita. Wasn't as fast as Mostert. And I don't think he was fast as Danny Gray either. All right. But uh, we got a contribution here. Super chat from Sean. He says Ronaldo Nehemiah. Okay, okay, okay. I I see where you're going here, but I got to tell you, you know I love him because he's from Jersey now, right? Got to ride with him. But I said in the last ten years, I did say in the last no, I think I said the last twelve years, 2010 and forward, 2010 and forward. I'm gonna say that Danny Gray is the second fastest player on the 49ers, and the only one fat. Uh, no, 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 no. Third fastest. I'm going to say Marquise Goodwin, Raheem Mostert, and then Danny Gray. And then Danny Gray. All right. So, yeah. Um, that was the one thing. So, guys, we got to pay some homage to Jimmy Ward. I think I'm going to have to go out and buy a Jimmy Ward jersey this season. I said I was done buying player jerseys. I thought the last player jersey I purchased was going to be Eric Armstead. Uh, he's my favorite player on the 49ers right now. But Jimmy Ward, man, he's making it hard. He's making it hard, man. I, I don't like I, – I really am over the purchasing of players' jerseys. But I'm going to miss Jimmy Ward when he's not here, and that's what's going to make me want to purchase his jersey, man. That was, that was a classic response, man. I absolutely loved it. I mean, oh, just talk your shit. And then back it up. He did it all offseason. Remember he talked about tight ends not getting busy. No tight end had more than 50 yards on me. Y'all can't do it, da 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 da, da. Uh, They lucky if they get targeted when I'm covering them and all that. And he went out there and he backed it up. He went out there and backed it up. I like it, man. Callie Young says, Mike, what do you think about Tyrion Davis-Price? He and Mitchell could be scary. Listen, man, there were people saying he's not a good running back or he's not the best running back uh, on the board right now and things like that. I think this kid is going to be better than Elijah Mitchell. I think, I think his vision is significantly better than Elijah Mitchell's. And I think his body, he naturally has the ability to cut. It's one thing to be able to, to identify a hole. It's another thing to be able to adjust your feet to hit the hole fast enough. This guy can do them both. So when he sees the hole, he knows how to go choppy feet to, to change up the, the stance and project off of a certain foot. Like this kid is going to be special in this system in particular. And I'm not saying that he can go anywhere and be good. I'm not saying he can't do that, but I'm saying, and this system, I really sincerely think the 49ers drafted the best running back for this team. I really, really do. I really, I really think we went out and got the right guy. I really do. So I like him a lot. All right. Uh, let me see here. Let me see here. Yeah, he's got more speed than people think. And um, he's, he's, he's powerful, man. He runs with purpose. He's a very decisive runner. All right. 
I have Jimmy Ward's jersey. I know seed what he said. Hmm. All right, so let me uh, – the other thing I had for you guys, again, this is going to be a quick show. We're, all, we're already almost done, all right, guys? I did want to uh, – let me give you guys this one right here. Where are we here? This came up today on my feed, and I'll be honest with you guys. I was a little perturbed by it. I was a little bothered by it. So I figured let's be bothered together. Is there a way I could like? No. Nope. I'm gonna figure out how to like make me my face go over like on the side over here and then have the picture like over here. I'm gonna figure out a way to do that on this app. Anyhow, this is ESPN's FPI rankings. And what this is, it basically takes into account your roster and how they think they're going to do this season. And the reason the Niners are 24th is because they said that they basically have Trey Lance as a liability for the 49ers, as opposed to someone who helps the 49ers. And they got that number based off of their formula of quarterback playing time the previous season. Stats didn't really matter. It was the fact that Trey Lance was active and only played in 10 quarters out of the potential, what's 17 times four? Eight, carry the two, 68. Out of 68 quarters, he only played in 10 of them. And so they feel like with his limited playing time, he's a liability. And so, this is how much of a liability he is. Guys, I, I strongly, strongly debated showing this. And I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to show it at all. Because based off of what they're saying, it would sound to me like the only teams that should be lower than the 49ers are teams with rookie quarterbacks. But that's not the case. That's not the case. The Bears are ranked 32. The Jets are ranked 32, and both of their quarterbacks played way more. Davis Mills with the Texans or whoever they're going to use. I mean, they're ranked at 30, right? The Falcons, all right, that's fine. I mean, whatever they do, I get that. The Jaguars, I mean, he played all year long. So if you're if you're going to say that Trey Lance is a liability and that this is that the score was drastically affected by the quarterback. How is he ahead of all of those teams? It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. But then I started looking at the teams that were right above the 49ers. The Lions? The Lions are ahead of the Niners. Y'all see that shit right there? The Lions? The Giants. The Giants, dog. The Giants? Now, I'm not going to argue about some of the other teams that are ahead of us. Right? Washington, I'm, I'm definitely going to argue that. Definitely going to argue that. The Dolphins, though, we'll have to see what happens. The Dolphins made some moves this, this offseason. But I'm not even feeling the Dolphins being ahead of us. I'm not going to lie to you. The Saints, 
Come on, the Saints barely have a team. They barely have a team. Eagles, I mean, look, whatever. Here, here's what I know. Here's why I put this up here. I think it's my responsibility to let people know to be careful who you give spotlight to. All right? Be careful who you give your spotlight to. What I mean by that is we, as 49er fans, blow up people. We get people so many more followers, so many more tweets, popularity, clicks, and interactions on their social media posts that they blow up. People think, oh, wow, this guy is good. And it's just not that. All right? We did it two years ago, three years ago now, with Adam Rank, where he predicted the Niners to go 13-3. and I mean, 3-13. and 49er fans killed him. They trash-talked him for weeks. They talked this man into an apology. But did the Niner fans talk him into an apology? No. Instead, as soon as we won four games, which it was four in a row, they all pulled up his his, uh, little NFL network showing, and they blasted him. They blasted him, right? And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but, you know, we'll see. It was still but. It was still but. And then it wasn't, the Niners were finally 7-0, and and he was finally giving his props, guys. That's how long it took him for to start giving his props. Um, but now he's like, oh, I have friends in the faithful. I have friends in the faithful. It's because we interacted with him, harassed him, and, and trolled him so much that he felt like he was like someone that we looked forward to hearing from. No, we just wanted to rub it in your face. But that this blew him up so much. We have to be careful. I'm not going to say this gentleman's last name, but this was a, 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 a article that Seth put out over at ESPN, and it's just not like this ain't it, bro. This ain't it. So, guys, don't get too upset. Don't get angry. Oh, so look, Mark is saying Jimmy is the reason why, but that's not the case. They said it based off of Trey Lance, which is another reason I said it was bullshit. So they said based off of how much time your starter played, Well, if they're being true to their formula, Jimmy played, and Jimmy won games. And Jimmy's still on this roster, and Kyle has not officially named Trey Lance a starter. So how are you going to say that Trey Lance is holding this team back? Sounds like some bias to me. Sounds like some bias to me, guys. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. It was it, it was something that absolutely pissed me off. All right, here we go. Sean with another super chat says, National Football League, the 49ers have timed him in 4.1 seconds for the 40-yard dash. He was also Olympics, I believe. Yes, that is true. That is absolutely true. Um, he's talking about Ronaldo, Nehemiah being in the Olympics. Um, now, you know, I don't know for sure um how he did let's see track and field career uh won the super bowl with us uh scotch plains new jersey from newark new jersey i'm trying to see i saw a picture of him with the usa on his shirt but i wonder if that was a 
me and my high school best for uh, two inches of the hurdles. Uh, high school athlete of the year. The cover move for showing Nehemiah and reflective move. And action was, uh, I always look spaced out of meat, sort of. I don't, I can't see that he did anything. Team USA. Uh, it's all good. It's all good, Sean. But I do know this guy is special. Uh, he has special speed. Very special speed. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for the super chat, though, man. I really do appreciate it. All right, man. Is Breeze unretiring or is that a rumor? I'll be completely honest with you guys. And this is going to sound super disrespectful. But I don't care. Breeze better stay his ass at home. Don't come back to the NFL, bro. I didn't forget your last game. Some people, see, you have a bad game. You you hide behind the I'm going to retire and be a broadcaster thing. Then you say you want to come back because, you know, you want to come back. You want to you want an opportunity to make 30 million a year, right? But Drew, I ain't forget your last game, bro. I saw you waste a really good defense in the playoffs. So you could throw not one, not two, but three interceptions in the game. <laughs> and I love Drew Brees as a player. I, I liked him. I, I really liked how much he like got his team hyped and pumped and everything. And he was a field general. When it was his time, it ain't your time no more, big dog. It's not, man. Stay far, far away from the field, man. For real. For real. Stay far away from the field uh, unless you're going to be doing some more commentary. I, I don't, I don't want to see you tarnish your reputation anymore. Honestly. Honestly. Um, you gave it your best shot. I, I truly believe you gave it your best shot. Your arm was a noodle. Um, you didn't want to take shots down the field. Everything with a check down. It just drew like just nah, man. Just let it go, man. Let it go. All right. It's cool. Put your name in the headlines. Get maybe this is a contract negotiation. I might leave the booth. So all what Tom Brady just got, and he's never done it at all. You got a year on it. Maybe you can get some more. I'm gonna go play football again if y'all don't give me more money. That's fine. You can maybe do a Photoshop. Uh, of you in a Miami Dolphin jersey or a Cowboys jersey. See if that helps along with your negotiations. But don't don't really come back to football. Don't really come back to football, okay? <laughs> you got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. All right, man. Yeah, exactly. He got to run, though. He needs to run away from this tape. Don't tell people you're coming back. Go coach your, your child's team or something, all right? Drew Brees, that's all due respect and love, man. I just don't, don't want to see you go out like that. That's all. But, guys, man, listen, that's going to do it for me tonight. I want to thank you all for your patience and understanding with us. Um, you guys have been incredible. But that's going to do it here. I'm going to leave you guys some final thoughts, man. Guys, we have a long way to go. We have a long way to go to the season. Uh, so we got to slow walk this thing. We have to be patient with each other. All right? And we're going to come up with some good content. I promise you guys that. So make sure you guys are locked in here. Just stay patient with us, all right? Just stay patient. That's going to do it, guys, for us tonight here at Nothing But Niners. I want to thank you all for checking us out. Miami is up in the third quarter. That's what I like to see. That's going to do it, man. All right. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. Always remain faithful. One.